the ultimate pro wrestling podcast created by fans for the fans. This is episode 112. I'm your host, collector, barber, musician, and most importantly, a professional wrestling podcaster, talk wrestling Tim Gilbert. And finally, I'm back. The boys are back in town with my hosts. The architect of pro wrestling podcast, Steelers fan, Funko Pop collector, Booker Andy. And I'm also your host, the no-selling wrestling indie fan and football lover, Jeremy. Kind of threw me off now that we all got, we're all three back. I know, we're all back now. We we have a new, we finally got the full <laughs> intro back. I wonder if the people missed it. Or, yeah, I know. Or if people were like, God, they finally like gave that thing a rest. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, everyone. They're like, that guy's finally gone. They're like, all right, that guy's gone. Whew. They're like, now we get a break from the other guy, too. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Yeah, I had to try Tim's intro last week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not as easy as it seems. And outro. It's not as easy as it seems. You got that flow. You got to get. You got to get rolling off the tongue, baby. All right. <laughs> well, everyone, today we will be discussing and reviewing the happenings in the world of professional wrestling, including the unfortunate allegations against Chris Jericho, AEW World's End. MJF's AEW status and more. Of course, stick around to the end. We're going to be talking about my classic show of the week. Normally, it's a pay-per-view. Sometimes it was like an old televised event. This week, it's going to be a pay-per-view. So stick around to the end so I can give you guys that. All right, I got to knock this all out. Social media, you want to go to at the PW fan. We should pop up. We're on X. We're on uh what, we're on TikTok. We're on Instagram. The only thing, the only thing we don't have a face is a Facebook, which people have told me that we should get. So I don't know. Maybe one day. Um, really? Yeah, dude. People are like, you got to get a Facebook. I'm like, really? Okay. <laughs> I thought like it would rather get a website. Before yeah, I know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna get an angel fire, a, a PW fan angel fire. <laughs> um, <laughs> the P the PW fan Exenga account. PW um, fan MySpace. MySpace account. MySpace. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, most importantly for us, you know. Vampire Freaks. Yeah, vampi- <laughs> yeah PW fan vi- Vampire Freaks. Uh, <laughs> um, for us, you know, the most important thing is either listening or watching. So whether you're listening on Spotify or Apple Music or any of the other ones that run, we really appreciate it. Uh, it also really helps us out if you go to YouTube.com backslash at the PW fan pod where we kindly ask you to like and subscribe. It goes a long way for helping us. And uh, yeah, we, we just really appreciate anybody who does that. It's another way that we can keep in contact with you all. And uh, for merch, we still got stuff on pro backslash the PW fan, five different shirt designs, hopefully adding some more this year. Jeremy is owed a shirt design and there is a soccer slash football Jersey coming in the future all right booker andy this is episode 112 we have some unfortunate things to talk about we have some fun things to talk about i'm going to pass it over to you let's take it from here all right uh to set the stage for this episode i'll start off by saying that we will not be covering anything wwe related WWE this week, Raw and SmackDown were both best of. It's going to be a little bit of. A, it's going to be a, a bit of a shorter episode this week, so we're going to skip skip WWE. 
Uh, so if maybe it depends on how much we get into. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm know. trying not to get too deep into certain things, so we'll see. <laughs> yeah, certain things, of course. But um, so this week, and I think I mentioned it last week when I was with Jeremy, is that we will be covering ba- strictly AEW this week. Um, so let's 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 knock the big thing out of the way first. That way, the rest of the show can have a better uh, feel or better tone to it. Kind of like how World's End should have been. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll get into that <laughs> mid-show later. Um, so, what was it? Saturday morning this started on Christmas morning. Wrestling fans was it Christmas morning? Well, yeah, started on- yeah, started Christmas morning because I was from Jericho. Jericho, like the whole. Jericho. Oh, okay. Jericho. Stuff. I'll let you guys start because I don't remember that stuff that well. Okay. All right. Uh, I believe it was Christmas Eve or Christmas morning. Uh, Chris Jericho had tweeted at Stephen P. New, who is Jim Cornette and CM Punk and A. Steel's lawyer and other wrestlers, and he's a good lawyer. He wins a lot of cases. He tweeted at him that he never had signed any sort of NDA ever in an AEW. And I'm not exactly sure why, but Nick Hausman. Well, at that, at that time, sorry, Tim, I'll just say at that time he was saying that because of the the brawl out stuff they were talking about. Because they're like, we'll never know. And only Nick, uh, Nick Jackson's wife is the only one that didn't sign an NDA. And then Chris Jericho, of course, was like, I didn't sign one. Yeah, he was like, I've never signed anything. Uh, I've never signed any NDA. And then Jim Cornette slash Liam Punk's lawyer said, okay, great. We'll submit this into evidence or whatever, something like that. Uh, I mean, you can look up the whole exchange is like it's it's still up. You can see it's in a timeline, you know, on the timeline. Um, so at some point, Nick Hausman from the House of Wrestling responded to that tweet about just Chris Jericho saying that he never signed an NDA and said, what about the other, what about the NDAs that you've made other people sign to which Chris Jericho blocked Nick Houseman on Twitter. Um, then I think what was it? The day before the pay-per-view, the EW pay-per-view was, it was the morning of the paper. Morning of the I think it was, yeah, either the morning of or like the night before. Like overnight. Uh, I woke up Saturday morning to Jeremy telling us about Nick, it. I saw some stuff like the night before and I was like, I don't know what this is about. Uh, you know, Nick Houseman was quoted in saying that. Uh, I have the quote. Yeah, you, you do the quote. So it was on his podcast with Robert uh, Carpellis. I hope that's how you say his last name. K-A-R-P-E-L-E-S. Podcast is Rumor and Innuendo. Um, And his quote was, There are issues with Chris behind the scenes where I know a lot of people who were hurt by Chris and his actions. You know, it's very uncomfortable for me to see him lauded like he is and only having the focus on that because I do think there are a lot of questionable stories about Chris that will find their way out over time when people are ready to tell those stories that will cast him in a very different light. And this is Nick Houseman. This um, is Nick Houseman saying this. He went, he, 
Yeah, he went on to say, I mean, Harvey Weinstein won a lot of Oscars. Harvey Weinstein produced a lot of very popular films. Harvey Weinstein is now in jail. I'm not saying that is happening to Chris, but the narrative can quickly turn if you're hiding a lot of skeletons in your closet. And then this is what made the the rumors and allegations basically catch fire, as he said. So here's the deal. You don't quit the hottest Fed did he, wait, federation did, did, going did today, AEW, th- without reason. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on. We got to be careful here. Did... I thought this is no, what no, he said. no. I thought I didn't think it was Nick Houseman that said this quote. I thought it was a because everything's blurred out when you read that quote. Everything it is blurred out. It said so. Here's the deal, but there's no name and there's no picture. Okay, no, sorry, no. You're right. You're right. Uh, an X account reposted an older tweet that didn't get much traction at the time. This tweet implied that Kylie Ray may have left AEW due to Chris Jericho. So. ISO Wrestling retweeted this old tweet that they did not write, but the tweet was. So here's the deal. You don't quit the hottest federation going today, AEW, without reason. I have it from people in the know that Kylie, Kylie Ray, was asked to go to Chris Jericho's room with the understanding that others would be there. When she got there, it was just him. He made a pass at her. No other details are given, and she freaked out. Then the same person that tweeted that tweeted, there's a history with his accused behavior, by the way. And then they posted something from four years ago who, um, I guess the at is Slay Mysterio. Her name is Tori. Said, sometimes I stop to wonder how many young women out there are wondering if it's safe to post about Chris Jericho yet. To which later, at 5.08 a.m. December 30th, Kylie Ray sent a heart to it. This was all kind of connected with the Nick Houseman stuff. So... That's what got put out there on the internet, and that's what caught got caught. That's what caught fire, and ignited the whole hashtag fire fire Jericho uh, hashtag going around Twitter. People tweeting at Tony Khan to address this. Um, yeah, I mean, what else am I leaving out? Guys? I mean, the Anything? only thing for me is like, uh, um. Right now, it's all speculation. It's, it's, he has not been charged yeah, with anything. Obviously, and 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 there's you no. Know, it's, it's all alleged. It's all alleged, and there's no details on like or anything like that. But the the thing for me that really bothers me beyond the Nick Houseman and the uh, the Jericho stuff is the unless it was her herself, which I don't think it was. Um, whoever that anonymous source is that posted. So here's the deal. Blah blah blah. Kylie went to the room under the th- whoever that person is, and that's why I wanted to make sure that we're clear that it's not it wasn't Nick Houseman that said that. Th- whoever that person is, essentially outed. Maybe Kylie Ray didn't want this to be out or talk about it. You know what I mean? Like maybe she would talk about it when she was ready, but now she whoever that person was put her and when Nick Houseman stuff that tweet. And then it was just like Nick Hausman stuff was the catalyst for that repost to come well, out. Nick Hausman, it gave that person like a reason to be like, all right. Nick Hausman never said Kylie Ray. The person that said Kylie Ray was that anonymous tweet with their face and their or their picture and their name blurred. Nick Hausman basically all he said was that there are stories about. So Chris he Jericho. knew stuff, which that's you know 
He never said names specifically. He knew stuff, and people are, you know, he's face. It's also not his business to put right. out there, so maybe he's but just he's, like, he's facing gonna... his own backlash for, you know, potentially knowing stuff and not, you know, he's got his own stuff going on. So we're not going to get on that. But mm-hmm. my yeah. thing is, I don't know whoever that person was. Like, they, you know, maybe, maybe Kylie, like, was like, hey, like, this isn't something that I want to talk about right now or make public on twitter and now the whole world including us is you know talking about it on a podcast you know it's like and we have to do it because it's part of you know we we cover pro wrestling we've been doing it for 112 episodes it would be i didn't want to touch on this but we have to you know and the thing that i think is kind of disappointing and makes me uh i don't know um i I like it's it sucks because i'm it's almost like not you're not surprised by this in the wrestling industry, especially from like the older guy wrestlers. I mean, you just look at Ric Flair. I mean, I know nothing's proven or anything like that uh, yet, but um, it's just, I don't know. It's like this whole wrestling industry, I feel like, needs to change on this a lot. And I think it is, especially the this generation now, but like, I don't know. It's tough to watch now for me, at least like, knowing how those guy those wrestlers are as a human being to watch and like really enjoy things and you're like ugh, like they're doing horrible things backstage you know i i don't think that there's many left from the the from that era there's a few the few that are left seem to be pretty with it and like current you know you you had punk out, yeah. out there wearing you know you know, equal rights and uh, trans rights shirts. And like, he seemed to yeah. be, he seemed and to, like edge and Christian. I'm sure. Yeah. And like, I don't think that like, look, edge is look every, and it's public knowledge. Like edge is like made, definitely made mistakes in his past and he's changed and he's a dad and a good husband now. And like things happen, people change, but that kind of thing. Um, just can't be, uh, you know, just can't be, just can't be happening. It's not good. So, um, I, I get, I get what you're saying, Jeremy. I feel like the changing of the guard is almost fully complete where there's an old, there was a a mentality that's, and not just in wrestling. I think, you know, I'm a big music guy. I play in bands, band dudes, same thing as wrestlers. There's a weird mentality. <laughs> There's been so many times guys I like in bands. I'm like, God. It's the same thing. It just comes we, out of like, what? I was like, why? We, we call it getting hard canceled. Like, you, you know, you find out some stuff that you're like, of course, you know, it's like, you're not surprised, but it's like, Jesus Christ, I can't believe you guys actually did that. But I think that this, like you're saying, this younger generation, and look, I. <laughs> Like I'm like old like all uh, old men. I'm uh, there's some things that like get on my nerves with the Gen Z stuff, but at the same time, like I do give them credit for being. I I think they're a more kind group of individuals and more accepting to just people and and knowing there's more good yeah, than and bad. they and they and saying? they know and they're not afraid to like if something's not right to be like hey. That's fucked up. You shouldn't do that. Which is good. That's good. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I think it's like getting better with each generation. But 
Yeah, and it kind of sucks too. Like the other thing is like it's not just like uh, like AEW. I know we'll talk about like probably more later with the post media stuff, but um, just the handling of it from all wrestling promotions. I don't feel like it's been a great track record. So hopefully that changes too as like a whole. But well, as we know, uh, AEW is the safest wrestling company in history yeah so. you know why you know why he can say that it's because aw has only been around for five years so of course it is yeah we'll talk about that the rest we'll of the around four years some of the <laughs> media some gonna... scrum stuff after i'm not year. trying to get sued by a billionaire so i will just say that with addressing serious matters the man had he could do better a yeah don't wear them gigantic three opportunities a gigantic the, furry hat and a gigantic glasses on answering the most serious questions he's ever been asked not even more serious <laughs> than the cm punk stuff yeah all right i'm i'm not gonna where go. did that even come from like where did he get that tony tony storm put it on Came from Tony Stone. But it, oh, okay. I think it's one of those things where it's like, right, so if I'll... you ask that question, it's immediately like, and if you're watching on YouTube right now, like, like just oh, picture oh, me, gosh. like, I'm wearing a fur hat and sunglasses. Like, immediately, you should be like, <laughs> you know, like, I feel like that would be like, you should take that seriously. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So. Jericho stuff, we had to get that out of the way because when we get to the pay-per-view, it will explain why his match and the vibe was the way it was. Um, so, instead of, you know, ending with it or something. Um, so, let's actually get into shows this week. Um, get a little bit more positive. <laughs> so, uh, we're going to go straight into Dynamite. Dynamite this week opened up with John Moxley defeating Swerve Strickland and Jay White in a triple threat to see who the winner of the Gold League would move on to the Continental Classic Finals at World's End. So John Moxley, we know, is in there. And during the same show, we would find out who Moxley would face um, in from the Blue League. But before that, we had a Don Callis family segment. Um, during this, they celebrated Boxing Week, which is like a Canadian holiday. I think maybe it's, also in like England, but yeah. it's not really in America. But it takes place after Christmas. Yeah. Um, it's usually just Boxing so, Day afterwards. Yeah. But they celebrate Boxing Week, I guess, because it was, what, it was two on days Wednesday. after Christmas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so Don Callis presented Takeshka, Hobbs, and Kyle Fletcher with portraits. Sammy Guevara made a return. He hit the ring, um, and he took exception being left out of the portraits um, and felt cast aside after he had uh, suffered a concussion. And Don Callis uh, blamed him for getting hurt and taking maternity leave, uh, and this would eventually lead to a beatdown on Sammy Guevara. Chris Jericho would come out, make the save, reunite with Sammy. Um, in, I, I mean... Half of this pay-per-view on Saturday was booked this week. So this was a very rushed angle. Yeah, and also trying to make Sammy Guevara face is never really going to happen, I feel like, now. No one no one likes him. Not if, not if he continues to be aligned with Jericho. Yeah. But, 
That's not going to help. And also, I'll just say it's kind of worse now that they're called the sex gods, like, you know, with everything else going on. I'm like, it makes it so much worse. (laughs) Forgot. Forgot that. The sex gods. Um, So Jericho made the same save reunited. That's what Jericho and Sammy are. That was their their old name, yeah. Yeah. Um, Now it's like, oof. uh, Big Bill and Ricky Starks hit the ring, jumped them, um, and then Sting and Darby would come out come out to save them um so instead of the the match at the pay-per-view that was supposed to be big bill and ricky starks against chris jericho and kenny omega because kenny omega was diagnosed with diverticulitis it is now an eight-man tag with um all those involved that i just said yeah so then we uh we would get to the blue league final that i talked about it was eddie kingston versus brian danielson winner was eddie kingston so at the pay-per-view in the finals for the Triple Crown Championship, it'll be Eddie Kingston versus John Moxley. Um, at the end, they had a quick promo back and forth. At, the match was really good, Eddie Kingston and Brian Danielson, I'll say that, yeah. first of all. Um, me and Jeremy did our predictions last week, and we were wrong all throughout the show. <laughs> yeah, we got it all Dude, Booker, <laughs> Booker uh, Andy was just... finally wrong? Dude, we were wet off. <laughs> I don't think we, we got way we all, off. We got like one right, and that was just saying that's well, it wasn't even that right because Swerve and Keith Lee didn't even happen, but it was supposed Dude. to happen. Dude, Andy, this yeah. is honestly, I, if for for new for new listeners, Andy has been notoriously pretty on the money. Well, like, they also were saying pretty good. <laughs> Like maybe one or two matches but, wrong, but he's pretty good. And <laughs> this is that's this crazy. You got that wrong. That's what we, me and Jeremy also had predictions for when the tag team title match was just a two on two. We thought it was going to be Dolph, but then it turned into an eight man tag. Yeah. I texted because Andy yeah. Andy's so good now with the predictions, and that's why we have the Booker Andy shirt available at uh, prowrestlingtees.com backslash the PW fan. But the reason why we have that. Okay, we don't just call him Booker Andy. We call him that because he's right all the time. I texted him today, and I call him Chi, C-H-I. It's a long story. But anyway, (laughs) I texted him. I said, Chi, is MJF, and we'll get into it later, but is MJF coming to WWE? I don't think so. And Andy says no, but we'll get there later. We'll see. Because I've I've read more today, so we'll see. (laughs) We're getting worked. Who knows what the PW knows. Getting worked. I don't know. Why do you want to work know. everybody? You don't, different, you don't have to work. Things. That's okay. You don't have to do that. <laughs> um, so Moxley and Kingston had a had a promo afterwards. Um, and then the final segment, Dynamite, I thought was awful. The ROH Tag Team Championships against oh, yeah. MJF and Samojo versus two men from the, the, devil. From the devil, two masked men. Samojo was a quote unquote attack backstage and MJF said that he would um, defend them on his own. Um, so MJF hit the ring. Um, two of the masked men uh, were in the ring is basically a two on one. Um, Joe at the end though. Uh, so the devil, the devils won the titles then two more devils showed up, so I'm like, all right, well, which two devils now are the champion? Uh, that was my one issue. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we were only right about this, that they were going to take the titles off of yeah, yeah. Joe and and MJF. That was the one thing we were right about. Um, 
Joe turned on Max, um, which didn't really surprise me, but it was just messy. It was, I just didn't like it, man. Yeah, and then and Joe then working the thing with popped up on the screen that said, thanks oh. for doing business with you. Um, I just, I just, didn't and then like Joe it. hits MJF with a chair. Yeah, just, I give it an F. It's bad. <laughs> but this was New Year's Smash, AEW Dynamite New Year's Smash. Yeah, I feel like the show before that was pretty good. It was just, but like the main event was like, I don't know. And another thing that Vault um, rushed, I think. Did. Yeah. So I, I was about to talk about Collision, and I was like, wait, Collision didn't happen. Yeah. Um, this is Rampage, right? So forget that. Yeah, so Rampage. Uh, there was a Jericho and Sammy Guevara segment where... God, what? Uh, I'm trying to even think. Basically apologizing for things in the past and um, just wanted him to team up with him. Um. I just feel bad for Sammy in this whole in this whole situation. He, yeah, he returns and then it gets kind of overshadowed by. Well, by yeah. Everything. Also, uh, MJF's player tri- players Tribune uh, um, piece that he wrote, which if no one's read it, then uh, you probably should read it. It's pretty good. Um, but he does also talk about whenever t- every time he gets a moment, something's overshadowed by it. And he also, it's yeah. kind of funny how he mentions CM Punk in it, where he's like, a guy eating a fucking muffin. A guy eating muffin. <laughs> he said, who I love. Yeah, he's or like, who, who I, I wish love. the best. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, like, now all of a sudden, all this stuff happening when it's supposed to be MJF's moment in Long Island. Ah, I loved it. I love to hear that the champ that everybody is, like, all high on is like, oh, yeah, by the way, I still love CM Punk. Yeah, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Jericho and Sammy mended fences uh, and hugged it out. Um, I think Jericho went to shake his hand and Sammy hugged him instead. So that sets up World's End. So for once, I actually watched the Zero Hour. Uh, we had it. four matches. We had four, or no, three matches. Willow Nightingale versus Chris Statlander. Um, winner was Willow. Match was fine crowd was still filling in um and so maybe the match was better than i thought but crowd for me always affects how i feel about matches yeah I'm sure that, that helps a lot or a lot doesn't um there was a promo video for it looks like a returning serena deeb if you guys are a fan okay. of punk if you remember she yeah. was the only woman in the straight of society yeah, she was pretty good. But I thought she had left the company. She's been out so long. But I read that she was just injured. Hmm. But if you guys remember, if you've been keeping up with AEW in the last few years, she was basically wrestling Hikaru Shida every single week. Yeah, she was doing that like <laughs> teacher lesson thing, ended. right? Yeah. yeah. Um, then our second match was a 20-man battle royal winner uh, gets a TNT title shot. Yeah, they then they changed this name- to... Uh... Like a money in the bank thing, like whenever you want it. Yeah. So the winner was Kill Switch, aka Luchasaurus. Uh, the entire match, I was like, I really was sold that 
it was going to be Danhausen, <laughs> and I was kind of bummed that that was going to be the case because I thought it was a waste of an opportunity. And then it was kill switch, and based on that, I should have seen what coming what yeah. happened later. But Booker Andy did not. I didn't realize that either. I didn't. I didn't think of it. Um, and then the final match of the zero hour was Hook defeating Wheeler Yuta in a FWW rules match. I hate Wheeler Yuta. <laughs> I hate him. He was on the mic before this match. He was on this mic, the mic before the match, trying to insult the town. Oh so yeah, I saw that when he was like, "Your team sucks," basically, so... and got zero reaction. So why do they keep trying with him? I don't. He needs a different like uh, presentation, like gimmick, basically. Am I the only one though that feels this way? Like. I mean, I don't about Wheeler. Like, hate him, <laughs> but he, yeah, I don't. I, don't think he's I, great. I, I wish no hard. I wish no harm to him. I, don't like that. I do think I, he's like. Oh, I don't hate. I just. I do I think wish he's overexposed. And he's like, fuck this guy. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't hate him. I just think, look, you tried with him. Just give up and try with someone else. For any any. Why are you trying so hard? Any with Wheeler any Yuta? any uh, mean girls fans will understand. Stop trying to make fetch happen. Okay. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> you gotta just stop. It just—I mean, if you if if y'all saw MGF cut a promo in Wheeler like last year or something, that's how I feel about him. Yes, yeah, yeah. Put me asleep, man. <laughs> Awful. All right, the main card. I thought, okay, main card. I didn't even know this match was happening. The opening match. Um, oh yeah, it was like their all star thing. Yeah. Pay per view's a mess. It was Brody King teaming up with Jay Lethal, Roosh, and Jay White versus Claudio Castagnoli, Mark Briscoe, Daniel Garcia, and Brian Danielson. Winner was uh, Claudio, Mark, Daniel, and uh, Brian. Uh, Daniel Garcia got the pin. Good for him. I hope they don't ruin Daniel Garcia. This is like I feel like the last opportunity they can try and push it's him. Like the third time they keep doing like, it. Is he a pro wrestler? And and I watched him in the media scrum, and I really like hope he gets the opportunities that. Yeah. I, look, if you need if you need to like figure out how people feel about him, just watch him beat Brody King from like last week. Yeah. People are hyped. Going crazy. Um. So I hope they don't they don't drop the ball with him. Um. I hate eight man tags. They always just seem like a mess to me. I think this one was better than the one we got later. Oh yeah, this one was uh, so much better compared to that one. When it when it comes to opening matches, I mean, you can't go wrong with the star power in the match, even if the match itself is all right. Yeah, I mean, this was um, just kind of like a leftover from the Continental Classic. They just put them all together. Yeah, I mean, all these guys were were in it. Yeah, these are yeah the other top guys from that lost. Yeah. The, so. Um, but for star power wise, I think that's what helped it be a strong opener. Yeah. After that, we had Andrade versus Miro. Now let's, uh, so Miro won. Let's talk about Andrade, his contract. It is believed that was his final match in AW, and it is believed that he is going back to WWE. Am I yeah. right? I mean, I feel like that's pretty. And strange. Tony Khan even even 
talked about that a little during the press conference. So yeah. he didn't say WWE, but he, he just said he was basically done, said right? that he was he was done. Yeah. And that they tried to work things out. So Yeah. Good. I know Triple H will book Andrade better. Andrade was another one of his guys during his time in NXT. Yeah. Um that's when I started to really like Andrade was when he was champion. Oh yeah, those NXT And then he matches. got caught up and yeah, he got called up. Yeah, that was when, a good uh, match with yeah, that meant, Malachi. He got called up though when was Vince good. was there still, so he got kind of ruined. Yeah, he was in he was in the Rumble one year as uh, the NXT champion. I remember. Yeah, well, I feel like a lot of this uh, stuff I also, is in the, like it's, it's in the presentation. You know, like I feel like if Malachi yeah. Black went back and became Aleister Black, it 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 all comes down to the way it's presented. It's the same character. There's just something about it that's different. Still had one of the coolest entrances. Yeah, with that, yeah. like, when he rises Often. up. No man is yeah, ever truly good. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to get me to sing on this pod. It's so good, though. And uh, everybody go check out Incendiary if they like that theme song. That's the vocalist of that, <laughs> that song. He's in a hardcore band. Literally every song of Incendiary is the Malachi Black theme song. Every song is like, da <laughs> So good. I don't want if Andrade's really going back to WWE. I don't want him in the LWO. I don't want him with Santos Escobar. Where does he fit I'd in? Like Selena to leave and be his manager again, like old times. Yeah, but like, where does he fit in on the card though? Because like, I feel like the main event is pretty crowded right now. Keep him away from SmackDown, and he'll be by himself. Yeah, but even on Raw, it's like I don't know. What's he going to go after? Like Gunther, maybe. He could definitely be in the world heavyweight title picture. But you got Punk and Rollins right now. Yeah. Doesn't mean he has to win. <laughs> you don't want it, you don't have to throw him in right away. Yeah. With the championship. Like after WrestleMania. Yeah. And I, I don't I don't remember ever hearing anything bad about Andrade and Punk and AW. Yeah. So I just sent Tim a picture today actually of it was Malachi posted pictures from 2023 and it was like him buddy matthews and punk it was their backs and they were all like walking through the airport oh yeah um i was like oh they were all chilling together in aw times yeah well they're the like, collision two. guys yeah yeah it was probably around then because it was 2023 yeah um okay so mira would end up winning uh lana was like playing both sides or lana um <laughs> cj CJ Perry was playing uh, both sides the entire time, um, and I don't know what's going to happen with with her and Mirror now. It's it's an, a hilarious, hilariously confusing story that Mirror does. Like he yeah. tries to be serious, but I can't help but laugh at, at everything he says about it. I know. I don't. I don't get it. It's <laughs> we're talking about that. I I just I still wife. think this is just a thing. You forsaken me. <laughs> she is this my is, sexy wife. She's my just sexy wife. That, um, Miro... She was sit on my face. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. <laughs> Miro and CJ Perry, they just get off on this doing on uh, on TV. That's what I feel like they they do it for. Yeah, <laughs> they just get so turned um, on. <laughs> so this match, though, I thought the second half was better than the first half of the match, um, <laughs> but I believe Andrade ended up tapping out. To uh to Miro in the end. Yeah. 
At least they made Andrade um, still look good, even though it was the last match. Mm-hmm. Um, next match, I just, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I didn't care for it. Tony one, Storm versus Riho. It was all right. I, I, didn't, I didn't think it was bad, but it wasn't like great. I used to like Tony Storm a lot, and now I'm like, I don't really like how she wrestles. I just that. <laughs> well, it's it's that, that uh, like, just, just, the character that has to keep evolving, where it's not evolving. Gimmick. Yeah. I'm just. I don't know. I I was a fan of the timeless Tony stuff. Now I'm like, I don't know if I'm a fan of it. It has to. There has to be some some new thing to it because she's kind of doing the same thing now, and I'm like, all right, you got to add something new now. Um. So Tony would would uh, retain. I don't know if the Mariah May stuff is going to be like the next person in line, but during the press conference, you know, they talked about Thunder Rosa. She never technically lost the title. I don't think Jamie Hader lost the title. They're all the real world's champions. Yeah. And Thunder Rosa is back, like we talked about last week. So, yeah. Um, God, Dustin Rhodes got pissed on Twitter after this match. People were talking <laughs> shit. And he was like, fuck you. He, he was, was like, like we no, can't have opinions. He's like, no, fuck you. <laughs> no, fuck you. He was like, fuck you. And then someone's like, we can't have opinions. And he's like, no, fuck you too. <laughs> um, so because someone wrote on Twitter, like, you know, this match should have lasted 30 seconds or because like basically it wasn't putting Dustin down. It was putting swerve on such a high level that like, but so the Keith Lee match got, got switched around because uh, the doctors didn't clear him because of a knee injury. I I think. Yeah. And you know, look, Dustin Rhodes backstage. What's the rule? And you know, always pack your gear. You never know. And he took it upon himself. Like you need someone to fill in. I'll fill in. So good for him. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so Keith Lee was a- unable to compete. So his recent tag partner, you can call it recent, uh, Dustin Rhodes stepped in. Um, Rhodes won the last encounter by disqualification. Um, so Swerve is looking to get his win back. Um, Nana during the match would pull up. Well, he would attack Dustin Rhodes before the bell even rang. And then doctors were like, don't let him compete. And then he's like, oh, I hated that stomp on his ankle through the cinder block, which actually looked pretty good. Like it looked like it really hurt. Yeah. So Nana pulled out a cinder block and Swerve stomped uh, Rhodes' leg through it. And then officials helped Rhodes to his feet, and he, he decided to compete any anyway. But it was anticlimactic. Uh, it lasted longer than it needed to. Yeah. And uh, Swerve on the way out, you see, like he was yelling. At the I camp. think if. if I feel like if people weren't hyped on Swerve, they might have just nixed the match. But I think people did want to see Swerve in yeah. some way. So maybe and also they kept Swerve it. after the match was like, he was like, "Don't waste my time again with this." And he's like, oh, and he's just like, he's like, he's like, he's like, I'm not waiting around for anyone. He's like, when yeah. Keith Lee's back, he's gonna have to work his way up to get to me. Yeah, he's like, we're not doing that again. <laughs> he's like, we're not doing this again. You know, and Swerve thinks highly of himself, and he should. Yeah, I mean, he's, sure, uh, he should he's be definitely moving up. In line, I mean, he's basically a face now. Like people cheer him. Um, mm-hmm. He could be, you know, for uh, Samoa Joe's. Um, well, you know, the next world title. Match. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Okay. Let's get this out of the way, guys. This second A-man tag: Chris Jericho, Darby Allen, Sting, and Sammy Guevara versus Ricky Starks, Big Bill, Powerhouse Hobbs, and Takesha. 
Um, the crowd did sing Jericho's song. He came out first, which I thought was he crazy. Yeah. But it w- unless it was... they were like, get him out there first and then just play music after music after music. <laughs> Like maybe that was their thinking. Yeah, it wasn't completely um, everyone singing. It was a little bit of booze, but also when the music stopped, it was a lot more booze. So every time, every time Jericho got in, there was booze. Every time Jericho was hitting anyone, there were booze. Anytime anyone was hitting Jericho, there was cheers. There was yeah. NDA chants. For some reason, there was a CM Punk chant at one point. Yeah. Um. Uh. There was a sign in the audience that said Jared go away. And then and, World's uh, NDA. And <laughs> World's NDNA or NDA. Yeah. Um there was, there was another chant, I forget what it uh Kylie Ray. Um it was a little bit awkward when he first got in. Everyone looked angry during yeah. the match. Uh the match itself was a mess, but the tone of it definitely didn't help. Yeah. Ricky Starks. Uh, and I felt bad for Singh because this is like his going away tour of this matches. Is, like this is the last time he's ever going to wrestle. This in, is also the last pay per view before that next the Revolution, which is the last one from. in February. In February, yeah. yeah. Um, um, he did not look happy. Ricky, he looked as grumpy Ricky Starks, as he did during the Jeff Hardy. Ricky Starks and Jericho work or work or real? I think that's real. The 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 flicking him off. Yeah. That's real because he he flicked him off, then like turned around like he was he's like protesting, not wrestling him. So yeah, and then he and then he tagged. I, that's why I was like, I was like, something's weird. That was one of those. That was one of those yeah. something's weirds because they don't have that kind of beef on. Yeah, on, right, right, uh, yeah. In the storyline, Tim, Tim watched Jericho. Tim watched Jericho walk down, and well, I don't know. They, I mean, they do kind of have that beef in the storyline because it's been the Kenny Omega and him versus, and remember they attacked him backstage, but I don't know. But like it's the way he did it, though, wasn't like, it wasn't storyline. I felt like he was mm-hmm. like, I'm oh. not doing this with you. Well, I guess he believes the allegations. Yeah. If, if that's the case. Um, Tim was watching Jericho walk down. Tim's like, oh, his eyes are puffy. He's had a rough day. He, he did. Yet? Like he looked not happy. <laughs> It looked like the it looked like there were some tears, and I don't blame him. That's a rough day yeah. if your whole uh, if your whole life's probably about to get ruined. Yeah. Now, outside of the Jericho stuff in the match, I disagreed with how it ended. I can't believe they had Starks be the one that take the pin. He's a champion. Yeah, and Sammy um, pinned him, right? Sammy pinned him. I think Sammy should have gotten the pin. He re- he's returning, but why couldn't you have? pin Takesha or Hobbs yeah. why'd you pin one of your tag champions well if they're gonna do this which I think is insane right now but like if they're gonna do Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara versus them as... it'd be insane yeah. you're like rewarding <laughs> yeah that's like why would you put... behavior before it's you even like yeah do an investigation like, why would you put that them into a title feud at all yeah I wonder uh, I wonder if but the like discipline... the crowd did go silent a little bit I wonder if the discipline committee is looking into this. Brian Danielson's ready for it. Everyone's posting like memes or like Brian Danielson's like doing the meditation. He's like, come into my office. <laughs> the guidelines don't uh, don't pertain to Jericho. Yeah, that's what Jericho's. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't have a handbook. And then and then I love how Brian last <laughs> Brian last like literally sent him like a picture. He's like, oh, it's right here. 
And I guess like he has an inside <laughs> yeah. sort, an inside source who like sent him the actual handbook. Yeah. Um, oh, this is wild. Okay. So yeah, so anyway, the winners like, of that I, match, I, I, don't I know hope if I one. Even I hope one day we can just get back to good in ring action. <laughs> It'd be you know? nice. Yeah, I'm very happy this tournament's over. Um, though, look for some people, I'm sure they loved it. Just for me personally, you know. For what? For me, the the tournament every single week, and I realized oh, the continental that watch, watching watching the media scrum. I don't think I like professional wrestling, guys. What? I think I like sports entertainment. Oh, I was about to say. <laughs> I think I like sports entertainment. <laughs> you think Andy was about to be done? <laughs> He's like, I'm done now. <laughs> I think I like sports entertainment. I think that's what it is. That's I can't. Funny. I don't like just watching a wrestling match with no story being told. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because for, for just a strictly wrestling fan, the Continental Classic is your wet dream. These are top guys just having great matches, no story. But for me, I'm like, you gotta pull me in. <laughs> I need something. Yeah, I, I, I like, I like both. Like, I do love storylines, really good storylines, because it pulls you in. But I, d- I did like, you know, like I, I think it's more because I like the um, way they did the brackets and everything, um, because that's more like soccer. Like, if you get, if you win, you get three points, or whatever. And so, like, it gets down to it. Like, I don't know. I, I like those tournaments like that. And I know a lot of people did. It's just for me. I realized it about myself. <laughs> also, besides hating, quote-unquote, Wheeler Yuta, I realized during the Battle Royal, I hate Lance Archer, too. He's barely on TV. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not a fan. Yeah. I mean, not I'm not really even a fan. Like, I don't even have an opinion about him at all. And he's like, why is this guy on my television? Get him off. Yeah. Same. I don't know. He gets booked the same way every time. And, and then he loses. Yeah, then he loses. Yeah. He a terrible back tattoo. Anyways, <laughs> I'll pick out everything I don't like <laughs> about people. Um, he's got tattoo heat with me. Um, so, <laughs> so does Damien Priest. <laughs> <laughs> Hair heat, That's tattoo funny. heat. Tim's got hair heat with people. I got tattoo <laughs> heat. I get hair heat. Um, all right, Julia, hair, hair heat. <laughs> Julia Hart. <laughs> Julia Hart um, retained her ch- TBS championship against Abaddon. Uh, fans seem to be behind Abaddon. I'm still kind of like, whatever about her. I mean, they didn't really build her up before this, so it wasn't really ever like a credible. But televised matches, people seem to be liking her more and more. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought the "This Is Spooky" chant was funny. There was a "This Is Spooky" before the action got going. Yeah, yeah. I guess two darker characters. Um, but in the end, Sky Blue showed up and knocked Abaddon off the top rope. Didn't have that desired effect though, and uh, Abaddon pulled her out from under the ring and started beating her up, which allowed Hart to score the win with a moonsault because uh, Abaddon was distracted. All right. Up until this point, wasn't really a fan of the show. I think. Yeah. I think seventy five percent of the show was, at least on X, everyone's saying it was the show was mid. That was like uh, the first they broke their streak of good views. It was mid, as the kids say. <laughs> as the kids say. Uh, but I will say the last three matches I enjoyed. Yeah, me too. And this next match was the start of it, which 
I don't know yet if it was. It might be match of the night for me. Yeah, because Adam Copeland yeah. versus Christian in a no DQ match, which basically turned into a TLC. Um, but they met for a rematch for the TNT title, which we said they that if they were going to do it again, it should be better. Which than their first encounter. Yeah. Um, if you remember with the terrible title belt shot from Shane Wayne. <laughs> yeah. Um, Edge, I will say, first of all, I think he was wearing the exact, he was exact outfit from WrestleMania 20. They, they said it, they didn't mean they didn't say WrestleMania 20, but they, like they said, this is the outfit they wore against McFoley. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I looked at it, but I was like, is it the exact same one? Like pants or did, are they like new pants? But yeah. it looked pretty similar. I looked at images. Um, but look, I'm just going to call him Edge throughout this entire part. Because it's just shorter. Yeah. Um, Edge attacked Christian during his entrance, um, which sent Shayna and Nick to hide. Uh, wasn't really a wrestling match; it was more of a fight the entire time. Um, Edge Edge would end up bleeding. I don't remember if Christian did. Um, just about every weapon was used. There was some some stuff with kendo sticks. Edge had Edge was welted up by the end of it. Um, they did break out the, the, uh, bar, I guess, support from the chair that Edge had been using in his final run in WWE with like putting in the people's mouths. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They brought, they brought that whole thing out. Um, I like the match. The ending was terrible. Not a fan. (laughs) The the first ending was good. I thought. (laughs) So yeah, the first ending (laughs) Adam Copeland defeating Christian Cage to win the TNT Championship. Yeah. Um, Why can't it just be him staying in there with the title? Cut away. That's it. I don't know. Well, okay, before we get to that, uh, there was it could have been a cooler spot if it was executed better, but they wanted to recreate oh, yeah. the Mick Foley fire table spot. Fire went out the first time. He had to uh, redo it, pour a lot more lighter fluid on it, and he had to really quickly edge it did uh, grab Nick Wayne from the apron and power bomb on him onto the table. But Nick Wayne was too far back on the table and the table didn't break all the way through. He kind of like flipped over it a little bit. Yeah. And Nick it was Wayne like, it sold hit it. the fire. And that was it. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, so there was, there was that going on the whole time. Um, they fall into the crowd a little bit. Um, there was there was some stuff with Christian um stomping on Edge's neck or Edge stomping on Christian's neck to Ed, get him back. Um, Christian stomped on Edge's to, neck on the stairs. Christian also put a chair behind Edge's neck while he was on the ground. Yeah, in the middle of the ring. Um. Okay. So the ending of the match, though. Um. So the uh, Christian delivered. You know, he or he wanted the. Table set on fire. Adam had to relight it. Power bomb Nick onto it, and then he hit Cage with his own finisher. Which do they still call that the kill switch? Yeah. Okay. There's too many kill switches. A lot of kill switches. Um, to end the match, and Edge would be the TNT champion for three minutes total because kill switch would show up um, and attack Edge. 
And he would bring his new, newly won contract from the Battle Royal and basically wanted to cash it in like it was a money in the bank. Christian stopped him, and after a, a little bit of convincing and frustration, uh, Killswitch, a.k.a. Luchasaurus, gave Christian the contract and uh, hit Edge with a spear and regained his title. Match was great. Post match stuff sucked. Just my opinion. Yeah, I I feel like they could have done this like they could have even done it like on Dynamite and it would have been fine. Because then you have the ending on the pay per view. Tim, thoughts? I was watching this with you. It was fine. This feud spent. This but feud... what about the post match stuff? The the post match stuff was fine. You did not have that reaction. <laughs> with the stuff. No. How'd you feel about the post-match stuff? I didn't, I didn't. What would you have done differently? Just let Christian win? I. It just was a mess. The fact that he he won and then he lost, I was just like, what is this? Why Why are they doing this? Yeah. That was my question. Why? This feud yeah. has been... And also this, like the- this feud has been unfortunately very disappointing. And I hope Edge and Christian aren't the one writing it because if they are, I I feel like those two have a lot of power for. Well, they've talked about how much they like to put things like matches together and things. I'm just, I don't know if they're putting the storylines together, but they're probably talking with Tony on it. I mean, definitely. Tony said during the media scrum, he said he collaborates with people. Yeah, definitely. I feel like definitely are. Um, okay, so then we have the Continental Classic Finals, Eddie Kingston versus John Moxley. Kind of an easy story to tell because they are former quote unquote friends. Yeah. At least on AEW. Um I enjoyed the match up until how it ended. I remember Tim popped back in and I said, dude, this is how it ended. It ended with a slap fight, and then Eddie Kingston did his spinning back slap. And pin Moxley one two three. That that Did he hit it once. That part. <laughs> you should have seen Tim's face, dude. <laughs> I was like, "This sucks." <laughs> His face was just like slowly turned to me. It's like it was just so disappointing. It was just so anticlimactic. It did, yeah. It did have the factor like, wait, what? Was it? Did he just hit one? Was that it? Yeah. One. I mean, it was a bunch of slaps. Yeah. And then he, he was kneeling, and he worked his way up slapping, and then he did the spinning back. Right, yeah. Not fist, but slap. Well, because he usually, like, the end of the Danielson match with Kingston was good because he did the back fist thing, and then he also did that powerbomb. And I feel like that combination yes. is a good one. Yes. No, not this one. It was just the slap. <laughs> yeah. He didn't, he didn't hit the nail into the coffin. Yeah, yeah. Um, it meant a lot to so Eddie, so that was kind of nice to see afterwards, though. So now Eddie is a triple crown champion. Uh, he has the uh, NJPW strong. He is the ROH champion, in case anyone forgot, like I did. He's been champion since late September. You don't show it. You don't really talk about it or defend it. I mean, I get it. It's on ROH television, I'm sure. 
But hey, they I also put don't... it during the whole tournament. They did put the titles like on the side, so he didn't walk out. I don't know. Why did they put all the titles though? Was the winner supposed to get all the titles? Yeah, because Eddie put them up for the tournament. <sighs> stupid, <laughs> stupid, stupid. I thought it was like unifying uh, all of them, which was the I thought the point because then it crossed three promotions or whatever it was. So what? Is, what is the new bell called? The continent, like uh, is it called Continental, the Triple Crown? Yeah, I think. Triple Crown Championship. It has a crown on the front. I'm not a fan of the look. Yeah, I have to see it more. I didn't. I don't think I like it as much as the other ones. I mean the the international championship grew on me. Maybe this one will. Yeah, the international one I think looks better than this one. Same with the world heavyweight ones. These have grown on me now. With well, I, well, I'll say it afterwards. But they they have a new design for it. For what? For the world heavyweight. They just these are brand new. No, 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 year no, old, no, no new for, design? for AEW. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm talking about like the the new yeah, world heavyweight yeah. WWE grew on me. Yeah, those ones aren't bad. I still don't are. like how they're like exactly the same, but just different belt colors. I mean, it's that's laziness. That's just like their branding, I guess. That's laziness. Yeah. All right, main event of the night was. The AEW World Title match between MJF and Samoa Joe. MJF um, is legitimately hurt, by the way. Um, but they they put him through the storyline, and um, it's supposed to be coming to the match with a disadvantage. He was all like taped up and had like a brace thing going across his chest. Um, so they were in Long Island. Uh, it opened up with. Uh, people from Long Island talking positively about MJF. Yeah, I thought that was funny. Um, he hit the ring, and then Adam Cole would come out. Um, then Joe would come out. So Adam Cole came out in his in his boot, his cast inside the boot, um, to cheer on MJF throughout the match. Um, Joe was pretty dominant, I would say. Uh, uh, he was in control majority of the match with short comebacks by uh, Max. Um. So I thought I thought the match as a whole was pretty good. It didn't go on too long. It wasn't too short. It was like kind of the right amount of time. Um. Now the ending was weird. I think me and Tim had to rewind because it was a he choked him out. He didn't tap. He didn't get pinned. He did and the so we arm, like, what? Arm. It was it was abrupt. He did the ref. Did yeah, the arm I almost for a second was like. Did Tony Khan just pull a Montreal screw job? <laughs> leaving? I, was, I was like, what is going on? Um, and in his hometown, just like Brett. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so uh, I had to rewind and, and, and check that. Um, afterwards, though, uh, Adam Cole tried to comfort Max after Joe was gone. So Joe is the new champion. Congratulations to him. Crowd in Long Island was chanting bullshit uh, up until the mass men for the devil would show up. They would attack Max. There was four of them. They would attack Max. Two of them hold him down. Two or one of them hold uh, down Cole. While the fourth grabbed a chair. Cole and MJF both begged them uh, to be hit instead of the other. And then the lights dropped. Pitch black. And finally, we have the reveal. They turn back on. It's four men standing behind someone sitting in a chair, and that person sitting in the chair with his head down is Adam Cole, baby. <laughs> Adam Cole lifts his hair up, 
looks at Max. Then the four guys take their Max off. It is Roddy, Roderick Strong, Wardlow, Matt Taven, and Mike Bennett from the Kingdom. Now, I think most people either thought it was going to be Adam Cole or MJF this entire time. Yeah. Right? Those were the... Aubrey Baker. Those were the... Uh, <laughs> oh, we're not doing that again. Glenn! Yeah. Shout out Someone to Glenn. Someone like, like, I thought you were the... Friend, some people friend of the show. Her, like, I, thought, I thought you were going to... Yeah, friend of the show. He has a, he had a good reason. Uh, Tim, you did not. Because the women's She's division. not attacking the women's. Because the women's division. Um, but yeah, someone tweeted at Britt Baker like, "I thought you were the devil." She's like, "No, I'm the bully." Remember? Yeah, she could have a part in this actually. I guess, I guess, but <laughs> so Adam, Adam Cole is the devil. Wardlow for weeks now has been saying he would get back at Max. Yeah. Um, and also a big part in the match. Uh, then now when you look back at it, the Adam Cole, uh, MJF went over to Adam Cole to ask for the diamond ring. And then Adam Cole kind of was like, oh, where is it? And he couldn't find it for a second, which then caused uh, Samoa Joe to get, uh, I think, mm-hmm. choke him out afterwards. Yeah, because that was towards the end of the match. Um, so when it's revealed, MJF's sitting there on his knees, uh, kind of crying. And we'll get back to MJF tearing up in a second. Something back from the beginning of the of the match, but um, he's basically what was he saying? He was like, "Not you two, yeah. anyone but you," kind of thing. And then he started saying up, and Roddy hit him with a nice knee to the face, dude, <laughs> and just MJF dropped, dude, and they just beat the shit out of him. While Adam Cole sat there, um, and when MJF was on the ground, Adam Cole got up to him. Pulled the devil mask out of his jacket, <laughs> held it up, and put it on MJF. I thought it was great. I thought it would have been better if Adam Cole had been injured. Yeah, I think, I assume, that this was always the plan of Adam Cole being the devil, but like, they had to yeah, that's what they said. have the same ending without... Like, but with Adam Cole, like, injured, you know? Yeah. It's like, we'll get there. It's like everything in between, though, we can't really do anything with Adam Cole week to week. Yeah, it could. It probably would have been a little bit different, just the week to week stuff. But yeah, I think the they said the entire plan was always Adam Cole. So yeah, and the entire plan was always to have Samoa Joe win. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, no matter what, even if MJF was still healthy. So, like I said, I was going to mention um, the MJF tearing up. So, beginning of the match, before it started, and the crowd chanting his name, it seemed like he was like getting sad or tearing up, and it gave me and Tim at least the feel that he wasn't going to be there anymore after this. It was an interesting yeah. reaction. Uh, yeah. I don't, I couldn't, I don't, I don't think just the, just based off of the past few months, I don't think he's going anywhere. Well, that brings us to this. So he did write that whole, um, thing in the tribune. Yeah. Um, basically saying, you know, he doesn't know what's going to happen over the next few days, but just in case he wanted to write his thoughts about AEW. Um, as we found out today, he's been removed from AEW's roster. Now, PW Insider reported that, quote, no one we've spoken with in the company believes he is actually gone, and this is just storyline playing off his War of 24 stuff that he's referenced forever. 
Yeah. Uh, I'd also read the other day that he will be taking time off in general to actually heal up. Yeah, that's probably good. So they could just be swerving us <laughs> like they like to do, or I would love to see. <laughs> and I told you guys, just picture you're watching the Rumble and <laughs> Punk, Cody, and MJF are standing in the ring just looking at each other. It would be weird. That'd be wild. That's a holy shit moment right there. Yeah. Um, did Cena say something to him? Is MJF <laughs> convinced by Cena to go to the WWE? The, I was talking to my friend. I said, look, there's some people that I think fit AEW, and there's other people that I don't. I don't think Cody did, this version of Cody. Mm-hmm. I think he fits better in WWE. And MJF, in my opinion, is one of those guys that I think fits better in WWE. See, I think I don't. I don't know if he does, gentlemen. Me, because I, I don't know if he could do MJF stuff to what he does in AEW and NWE. Gentlemen, I actually yes, uh, dad duty is calling, so I do have to roll. I just wanted to give my classic show of the week, and uh, oh, yeah. so it's uh, the classic show of the week. This week is Destination X two thousand seven. The full show is on YouTube. And uh, the matches are the Latin American Exchange with Conan uh, uh, against... Uh, Is this TNA? Yep. 3D, uh, Team 3D, uh, James Store and Jacqueline Moore against P.D. Williams and Gail Kim. Uh, the Voodoo Kid Mafia, B.G. James and Kip James defeat the Heartbreakers, Antonio Thomas and Romeo Berselli. Rhino versus AJ Styles, Kurt Angle versus Scott Steiner, Sting versus Abyss, and Christian Cage versus Samoa. Kurt Angle. Yeah. Christian Cage versus Samoa Joe. Well, also, I was going to mention, uh, I feel like TNA is back with AEW. Samoa Joe is the champion. Christian, Ch- Christian Cage is the champion. Oh, God. <laughs> So I mean, we don't have much more to 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 talk about. You said you think MJF. Well, okay, this is my thing about MJF and AEW. He's done so much in his time there. What left is there for him to do? Who's there really left for him to like? Yeah, you know. I mean, I don't want to see him go down and like compete for lower titles. Yeah. Well, he did. He did even mention like I. I this is what I like about MJF. He's very aware of. Like himself and like his character and everything, he even said that he knew that there was fatigue for MJF for the very first time in AEW. MJF fatigue. Well, it's kind of like I compared ish, maybe Seth Rollins's one run of being champion. Oh yeah, was hype, and then it's just like people are like, I don't want him to be champion anymore. But (laughs) up until the championship, you really wanted him to be champion, right? Um, I just don't know, like. Obviously, if he stays with AEW, you pick up with this storyline. Yeah. Does he take time off and come back and uh, Adam Cole round number two at all in again? Yeah. But it wouldn't, I don't know, like, he wouldn't be for the title unless somehow Adam Cole gets in the meantime. Adam Cole posted a picture of him sitting in the ring with the guys around him and said, New Year, real me. Hashtag <laughs> hero. I feel like the people are kind of. Adam Cole is always better. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. And babyface Adam Cole. People, always. People are kind of trashing the faction because they're like, yeah, the guys aren't that great, but I'm like, Adam Cole is going to make it better. Oh, yeah. He's going to make the rest of them better. 
So, I don't know. I mean, we'll just have to... I really think it can go either way. I'm like 50-50 on like where he's going. Yeah. I, I just feel like because they built it up for a storyline of like um, 2024, that it's the storyline right now. And so they just made me think that it's a work now. But I could be wrong. <laughs> someone, um, someone posted like how a picture of the Bullet Club beating up AJ on his way out of New Japan oh, and yeah. then showing him show up at the Rumble and then they showed MJF getting beat up on his way out and then like that could be it they're like Rumble's soon because so. <laughs> when your contract runs out you there's no non-compete right yeah that's why like Andrade could show up tonight for Raw mm-hmm. um, that's actually what Adam Cole did from WWE to yeah. AEW with it yeah um and then one other thing i saw I and mean, then i disagree with this look i liked the reveal of this uh someone posted a picture of the the whole devil being revealed and they were like best storyline in wrestling in years and then they were like but no the bloodline i was like and they showed a picture of sammy hitting roman with i was like you're an idiot that all was, right yeah. even if even if you like all right don't like wwe you're Come on, if you don't think that that payoff with the bloodline was yeah. like better than the devil stuff, that I was saying last week too, I was like, if they do not reveal the devil tonight, I know, yeah, we were I saying that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, but that like was it like four or five months stretch of the bloodline storyline with Sammy? That was probably one of the best, yeah, Chef's Kiss, yeah, War Games with him and Jay Uso yeah. becoming friends for the first time, and yeah. he turned on Kevin, right? Come on. It was yeah. good shit right there right. to say like, oh, but no, the blood. Like, no, no, yeah, no, that's that's fucking crazy. Um, do you have anything else to add though? I mean, um, no, I think that was kind next of- week. I'll just I'll just say what we're covering next week. Raw this week is uh, they're kind of like I guess you could say compared to like AW's winter is coming stuff. They're like mini pay per views. So Raw is day one, which was a uh, used to be a pay per view. <laughs> And then uh, SmackDown is SmackDown New Year's Revolution. And then AEW, I believe, is just regular AEW shows. So uh, we yeah. will be covering all shows next week. Um, and I guess that means I have to take us out, right? Because Tim's gone. So. Tim's gone. Um, all right, guys. Uh, as Tim said in the beginning of the show, follow us on social media. Uh, everything is at the PW Fan. And thank you for listening to episode 112. It's good to be back with, well, I can't say all three of us right now, but most of the podcast. For 90% now. Yeah. So uh, to everyone, thank you for listening and catch us next, next week.